Welcome to the Podcasting for Business show. I'm your host, Lindsay Gould, the founder of The Podcast Boutique, the next level podcast production company for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to get known and turn their listeners into paying clients. In this podcast, you'll learn the strategies to launch, grow and monetize your podcast all while saving time in your business and having some fun doing it. Hello you, welcome to a new episode of the Podcasting for Business show. Today we're going to be talking all about morning routines for podcasters. I'm going to be bringing you some hints and tips on how you can establish and maintain a really simple morning routine. We've got some brilliant guests coming up later on in the episode too. I'm going to be talking with Alex Hubble, who's the host of the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast. And she's also part of our network, Emmeline. It's super important to not only be thinking about a productive morning routine, but also to bring in some more self-care and wellness into your mornings. So Alex is going to be bringing you some advice on how to go about doing that. And this week's sound celebration is Tracy Heatley. So why are we talking about morning routines for podcasters today? Well, I don't know about you, but there's something about spring, isn't there, that makes it easier to set up and maintain new routines, particularly morning routines, because we've got the lighter mornings now, haven't we? What I don't want this episode to be, though, is a huge stick to beat yourself up with because you're not getting up at 5am and slaying your day. (laughs) I'm a massive believer in adapting your routines to suit the season of life that you're in, because clearly... If you're in a season right now where you have toddlers or babies at home who just will not sleep, then getting up at 5am probably feels like absolute hell to you. There are huge benefits to having a morning routine and it can help with focus, productivity and your mental health. But in what ways can this support you as a podcaster? Well, today I'm discussing why having a morning routine is so important for you as a podcaster and business owner. And if you haven't got one yet, then I'm also going to bring you some tips on how you can create a simple one to get the most out of your day. So number one, get a good night's sleep. Apparently 35% of all adults in the US report seven or fewer hours of sleep per night. And getting a really good night's rest is crucial, isn't it, for productivity. For many of us, getting a full eight hours of sleep each night requires quite a bit of planning. Number two, avoid the snooze button. Hitting that snooze button can definitely be detrimental to the rest of your day. You might think you're just going to have an extra five minutes, but that can quickly turn into half an hour. Now, I'm a huge fan of Mel Robbins and her five second rule. Have you heard of her? She's amazing. Go and check her out. She talks about how counting back from five to one helps you take action on almost anything. And getting out of bed is definitely one of them. So the idea is that you count back five, four, three, two, one. And on one, you launch yourself up 
out of bed or launch yourself into the activity that you want to do. So go and check her out. She actually has a book called The Five Second Rule as well, which is fabulous. Number three, start small. Choose one or two non-negotiables to form your morning routine. It doesn't have to take you hours. It doesn't even have to take you one hour. It can be 10 minutes if that's all you have available right now. But choose one or two things that you're going to do every single day that's going to help you form your morning routine. Number four, drink a full glass of water. This is something that I've started to do because I often forget to drink enough water. And we all know hydration is key to everything, isn't it? It's key to us being much more healthy and feeling good. So making sure that you have a glass next to your bed or in your bathroom each morning where you can fill it up and drink a full glass of water straight away is really going to help you feel more alert and hydrated in the morning. And it also might, (laughs) I say might because I don't know whether it stops me from doing this, but it might help you to think twice about having coffee straight away as soon as you wake up. And it can also combat any dehydration that you have anyway from sleeping for however long you've been asleep. Number five, enjoy a cup of coffee or tea. Staying hydrated is definitely a key part of a healthy routine. But if you enjoy tea and coffee, you also want to make sure that you put that as part of your routine because you want to enjoy your routine. If you enjoy your routine, you're more likely to stick to it. So if one of your non-negotiables each morning for your routine is to make yourself a steaming hot cup of coffee and you're just going to go and sit in the garden for 10 minutes, then that is perfect. You can also use that time to have a few minutes of mindfulness for yourself as well. So you might want to do some meditation or just some breathing exercises or just sort of mentally planning out your day ahead just so that you feel more on top of things. Number six, prepare and eat a healthy breakfast. Were you somebody who grew up with your mum saying to you that breakfast is the most important meal of the day? It is really, isn't it? And I didn't really, (laughs) I didn't really appreciate that until I was older. But I am definitely one of those people who, if I don't eat first thing in the morning, I get really aggy. I get hangry. So eating something when you wake up, something that is nutritious and healthy with ingredients that are going to make you feel good is going to make you feel better about your day. Number seven, taking advantage of self-care. Now this is whatever it looks like for you. It could be some meditation, it could be a hot shower, it could be taking longer to do your skincare or some makeup. It could just be curling up with a book for 10 minutes. Whatever it is, have some self-care. Number eight, fit in some movement. Now, notice I'm not saying spend an hour doing a HIIT routine or go off to the gym. It doesn't have to be that, especially if you're at a period in your life where that just doesn't work for you. You've got young children at home and you can't get out of the house or you're a single parent and you can't leave the kids on their own. (laughs) You know, you need to be able to do something that fits around you. So it could be walking around the park with the baby in the pram while they're sleeping. It could be doing some yoga with Adrienne on YouTube, one of her free videos, whatever it is, just fit in some movement to your day. I definitely noticed the other week, so I'm recording this at the end of March, and I definitely noticed the other week I'd spent so much time behind my computer 
at my desk and I felt really stiff and aching and sore and it's because I wasn't walking as much definitely I've not been getting out and about and walking as much so this is definitely something that needs to be part of your day and then finally number nine this is about prioritizing your important tasks for the day so whether you're going to do this sat outside in the garden in your mind planning out your day as part of your hot cup of coffee or tea or whether it's when you actually get to your desk and you're planning out what you're going to do making sure you have a prioritized to-do list a planner some way of prioritizing your tasks for the day is going to really help you and I don't know about you but it feels like we never get to the end of our to-do list especially as a business owner because there is always something we could be doing isn't there always something we could be doing but I've heard several podcasts recently talking about this and one of the big things that I've taken away from many of the shows that I've listened to recently is just have three tasks for your day, three main tasks that you can get done. And if you make sure that the most important and the most difficult of those tasks is first, you're going to feel amazing when you cross that off your list, you're going to feel much more productive and the likelihood is you're going to get far more than three things done but just make sure your list only includes three things for that day. So I hope that has been helpful. Here is a little summary of those nine tips for you. So number one, get a good night's sleep. Number two, avoid that snooze button. Number three, start small. Number four, drink some water. Number five, enjoy a cup of coffee or tea. Number six, eat a healthy breakfast. Number seven, self-care. Number eight, fitting in some movement. And finally, number nine, prioritizing those important tasks. Today, I have a special guest, the lovely Alex Hubble. Alex is the host of the Busy Women's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, and she's also the founder of ChickFit. So Alex champions a realistic and achievable way to stay active in a busy schedule. She helps you to say goodbye to guilt and the diet roller coaster and explore sustainable approaches to health and wellness. I loved chatting with Alex today and if you're a coffee lover, make sure you listen out to what she has to say about it. I was really surprised. Tell me, Alex, do you have a morning routine? Sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. <laughs> I'll be completely honest about that. No, I really love that you've said that. I really do, because I think we hear so much online, don't we, about waking up at 5am and yeah, and you've got to do what fits for you, don't you? But tell us a little bit about your morning routine when you're sort of in that cycle. Yeah, so I mean, the thing with me is I am definitely not a morning person. I hate getting out of bed. <laughs> I and it's not that I don't want to get on with the day it's just that I really love being in bed so I've always struggled with that and I think eventually I got around to the point of thinking do you know what I'm not going to fight this anymore and like you say like I'd read so many things like endless things saying you must get up at six o'clock and do half an hour's meditation and then do your exercise and then do this that and the other and just the thought of it was wearing me out so I keep it really 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 simple you know my kids are 10 and 14 now so they tend to get themselves up in the morning I don't have to have too much to do with them at that time of the day so I will get myself up at maybe seven-ish like I said I'm not an early bird and I literally will do 10 minutes of meditation and 10 minutes of journaling 
And that's kind of it. And then I'm on to my morning coffee. I have a decaf. So I had some sort of gut related issues that I've been working on. And I work with a nutritionist on it. And one of the things that she said to me was that when you have that caffeine first thing in the morning, it spikes your blood sugar as well. So you obviously don't want to do that too much first thing in the morning. So I have a decaf coffee first thing in the morning. So that's my little ritual. I really enjoy it. And I ease myself into the day. I'm not a person that can get up and just be go, 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 go. Like I need time. I need time to just sit and have my coffee. I need my time to just sit and do my meditation and just ease myself into the day. And that always sets me up really, really well. When you're thinking about podcasting, you may or may not, you know, have a morning routine specifically for podcasting. But when you think about the routines that you've set in place for getting your podcast out into the world, what about your routines helps you create your podcast each week or each month if you batch them? I mean, I'm quite an organized person. I like to do things in advance. I don't like particularly doing things at the last minute. So I've got a notes folder on my phone that I just every time... I have a thought, I come up with an idea, I just pop it in there for later. And then essentially, I do everything a month in advance. So for example, it's the end of March now. So I'm about to start planning my podcast for May. So what I'll do first stage is sit down and actually plan what topics I'm going to be doing that next month. So sit down, go through all the notes on my phone and try and get a nice sort of variety of different things. Because I talk about lots of different things in my podcast, obviously practical fitness tips, but I also talk a lot about self-care and I talk an awful lot about mindset as well, because we all know that everybody knows what they're supposed to be doing. They're just not doing it half the time. So getting into the mindset, I think is really important for me. So what I then do is I'll go through that and just make sure that I'm having a variety of those things throughout the month. And then separately, I kind of script my introduction, but then I will make notes for the bulk of it. I find that that helps me to get into the flow with my podcast. You know, if I know exactly what I'm going to say for the first couple of minutes, it helps me to get into the right mindset for the podcast. And then I can go a bit more free flow after that. So I'll make all the notes. And usually I like to make the notes and then record it straight away because I find that it's still fresh in my mind then. Throughout the week, whenever I get the opportunity, I'll record those episodes, sort of batch them up over the course of a week and then get them uploaded. So it's a pretty simple process really to get those out there. But I think that it pays off to have that little bit of thinking up front to make sure that the episodes are kind of all complementing each other throughout the month. As part of your morning routine, you do meditation. So why do you think it's so important to bring mindfulness into our morning routines? You know, we're all just rushing around like idiots, <laughs> if I'm honest. We're all making work for ourselves. We're all trying to do too much all at once. And, you know, a common theme that always comes across for me when I speak to my clients, my members, is that they're trying to do everything. I had somebody post into one of my groups the other day and they were saying, oh gosh, I need to get my workouts done this week. And, you know, my nutrition really needs a little bit of work here. And I'm going to try and add that meditation in every day and all of these different things. I was just like, you just need to stop. (laughs) You just need to take it back a step and you need to figure out the one thing that you're going to focus on this week. And I think that that's where most of us get 
stuck. It's where I've got stuck in my business before. And I have found ways of unsticking myself and getting really focused on one thing at a time. And people don't do things because they're trapped. They're trapped in this merry-go-round of thinking. They're thinking, thinking, thinking all the time about, oh God, I need to do this, but I also need to do that. And then when am I going to fit that in? And how is this going to work? And I can't do that because I'm too busy that day. And these thoughts just go round and round and round in our heads and they're completely unproductive thoughts. They're completely unproductive and they're stopping us from doing the things and taking the action that we want to take. So I think if we're more mindful, then it just helps us to tune into what we actually want in our lives. You know, I think that too often we're all about, I want to lose weight. I want to fit into that dress. I want to feel more confident in my bikini this summer or whatever it is. We're not actually thinking about what we really, really want. And because we're so busy all the time and our minds are so busy and we're thinking about all the things that have to be done we're not tuning into actually how do I want to feel what's important to me how am I going to be happy essentially now I know there are going to be people listening who are thinking yeah I know all of this I know that I need to bring mindfulness into my day I know I need a routine What would you say to somebody who probably has 10 minutes to themselves at the start of the day before the kids get up and before life gets in the way? Just allowing yourself to just be. (laughs) I think it doesn't matter whether it's meditation in a formal way or whether it's just you getting a cup of coffee, walking outside in your garden and just sitting there for five minutes and just, I don't know, looking at the breeze in the trees, whatever you want to do, or going for a little walk, anything that you can do that just slows you down, because we're all intent on action. And lives are all about action and achieving and ticking things off the to do list. So if you can take 10 minutes where that is not the thing that you're doing it. And what I would say is the reason people struggle with this is because it feels at first intensely uncomfortable. We're so unused to doing that and to giving ourselves that space that when we try and do it, it feels horrible at first. It feels really uncomfortable. And so we go, oh, God, I can't do this. This isn't for me. It doesn't work for me. And we will make up all our excuses again. So I think knowing that when you first do it, you're not going to want to do it and it's going to feel hard and it's going to feel uncomfortable. And that's okay. That's part of the process. I think even just knowing that is a huge help. And you know what? If sitting for 10 minutes with your thoughts is too much, start with three. Do you know what? Start as small as you need to and then build up from there because otherwise you'll never allow yourself to get comfortable with your thoughts and the things that are going on in your mind. And you'll never be quiet enough to actually hear the stuff that's coming out, the wisdom that's coming out that is going to be important to you. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. I really enjoyed chatting to you and finding out more about your routines and the work that you do so thanks so much again for joining us brilliant thank you for having me Lindsay. thank you so much alex please do make sure you go and check out the links in the show notes so you can go and listen to alex's brilliant podcast and find out more about the work that she does okay it's time now for another sound celebration This is the part of the show where I bring you the podcast boutique, Sound Celebrations. Each week, we'll meet someone who is doing brilliant things in the world of podcasting. There are so many women in business with voices that need to be celebrated. Sound Celebrations shines a spotlight on people in podcasting with important messages. 
the podcast boutique. Sound celebration! I'm Tracy Heatley. I'm the managing director of two companies. I run Business Over Breakfast Northwest Networking Groups, and I also run a company that's actually called Tracy Heatley Limited, but I like to trade as Be Better with Tracy Heatley. The whole ethos behind my businesses is to help other business owners to get more business. So the networking groups are all about members referring business to each other, supporting each other, and helping each other to get referrals. My podcast is called Be Better with Tracy Heatley. And um, the reason for that is actually because the main services are broken down as better networking, better marketing, and better strategy. So it all kind of fits in together. Ultimately, the ethos of the podcast really is to help people go from being the same to being better. Why would you want to stay the same when you can be better? And it gives them the tools to do that. I was quite a late comer to radio. It's not anything that I had a desire to do. It came about by accident, like many things do in life and business. I was being interviewed on a small local radio station about my business. And the founder of that radio station spotted some potential in me that I didn't know I had. And that's how I became a radio presenter because they suggested it and then trained me and all the technology, which is quite scary when you first get started. And then later I got into podcasting. When I launched the podcast, I was doing all of the above, but you can imagine running two businesses, managing things through the pandemic and the podcast, something had to give and it wasn't going to be me. So I decided to withdraw from radio after five years and just focus on my podcast. I think I'm at a point in my life where I'm top of my field, I'm a chartered marketer, I'm a fellow of the CIM, I've got academic qualifications coming out my ears, an MBA and all the rest of it. I'm in my early 50s now and I just feel like I'm at a point where I want to give back. I feel like I've got all this knowledge and experience in my mind, my body, my heart, but my knowledge is immense and if I can pass that on, I feel like it's just nice to kind of pay something back. And I think through the podcast, you can do that. Not all small business owners can afford my services right now. Some of them may never be able to, but through the podcast, some people will listen and later become clients. So it gives me the opportunity for them to experience my personality, my style, and know what I'm talking about. So it's a great way to communicate your expertise without saying, look at me, I'm brilliant. <laughs> You're exemplifying that through the podcast, but also there will be people that listen that never become clients, but I'm still able to add value to them. And that makes me feel good. Thanks so much, Tracy, for being this week's Sound Celebration. If you're doing something brilliant in the world of podcasting, then do get in touch. We would love to celebrate your voice next. In next week's episode, I'm going to be discussing vocal exercises for podcasters. You'll be so surprised what a difference it would make to your next episode if you do just a few vocal exercises before recording. So join me for that next one as I'll be bringing you some tips on that. I'll be back next week. See you then. Thank you. 
You have been listening to the Podcasting for Business show with me, Lindsay Gould. I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I'll be back next week with more tips on launching a podcast to grow your business. Let's make it happen.